Hey, this is Pastor Joaquin G. Molina from Spring of Life Fellowship, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. I hope you're encouraged with this message and you stay the course to change the world. God bless you. In a place where there is a healthy climate, healthy fruit grows, and truly, these are things that we're learning out of the Word of God. Everything we do here has its basis in the Bible. Uh, we are uh, a real rich church in biblical understanding and depth, and the Lord has brought us a long way. Um, when we were talking last week, if you were here, uh, you saw that part of the celebration of honor is tied to the kingdom of God. Um, in Matthew 13... Uh, thereabouts, the 53rd verse, Jesus walks into his hometown um, and he's wanting to express to his family and to his friends the reality of his calling. But the Bible says that his family and friends and those surrounding the area, the leaders, had become so familiar, so commonplace with Jesus that they just considered him the son of the carpenter. They considered him just the brother of his brothers and the, he had sisters and they knew his mom and dad. And they were offended that he would claim to anything higher. They got offended and they believed it to be an opportunity to shut the door um, because of their familiarity, because they knew things uh, in commonplace. And, and he says that, a prophet is not without honor except among his own. Those people that are called to high office, when they get familiar, when they get common, um, when you start using nicknames uh, instead of understanding uh, who people are and what they are as represented by the kingdom of God. And the Bible says in Matthew 13, 58, he could do no miracles there. The heavens were not open towards that land. He did not do many mighty works there because they took an indifferent attitude. So I just pray that these pastor appreciation examples is a, just a minuscule, tiny uh, resemblance of how you're to walk in our example. And what has been shown to us, uh, maybe in other places they have rehearsals with respect to this is what we're going to do. This is how I didn't have any clue what was going to happen this morning with respect to appreciating our pastoral staff. And, and I also believe that Pastor Richie has no clue what we have prepared to honor and to celebrate him with. Last week we heard these words for the first time in Romans 13 verse 7 where it says that honor is something that you pay. Render, pay therefore to all their due. What is due to people is what you need to pay. And we don't realize that honor is something you pay. In other words, honor is something that costs those people that are doing the honoring. And we, we don't think like that in today's weather. Uh, there's a whole generation out there that think they're entitled to have parents. They're entitled to have a home and to have a car and to go to school. Those are not entitlements. Those are people that are sacrificing so that you would stand on their shoulders and go farther than what they have gone. And, and we have fought this for a long time. Um, there is a generation 
that doesn't know how to honor. They, they don't even know. They try hard, but they don't know. But, but honor is to bestow pleasure on behalf of those people. Like it says in Hebrews 13, 17, it says, those that rule over you, make sure that they um, are, are appreciated. Let them do so with joy. Our responsibility to lead needs to be um, in the impartation of joy helps us lead better. Um, the same thing happens in the model at the home with a husband that is appreciated, a husband that's given honor. We had the testimony years ago where a wife and their two children come to my office and says, we're sick and tired of dad. We want to go together and we're in agreement. We're going to kick him out of the home because we're tired of him being angry and, and his discipline and correction all the time. I said, you could do that. You guys are all adults. You're 20-somethings. And the wife was older, obviously. And, and I said, but Jesus would want you to go home and say, I'm sorry to your husband, to your father, and tell him you lead us and we're here to obey and to serve you. And they went home and did just that. They told the dad and the husband, they said, you know something, we're sorry. We haven't backed you up in your leadership. We apologize. And from this point forward, we're going to honor you. There was a revival in that home. There was unity, there was strength, there was deliverance. And so honor comes a long way in doing many things. Um, I am sure, like I'm standing here, that, that people have, they, since they don't know how, they have not uh, been able to appreciate um, what our pastor has done. Um, we want to say that, that we wouldn't even be here had he not taken a decision in his life long ago. Many of you guys don't know the story. Many of you guys don't have a clue. Um, but, you know, a son knows his father. And a son lives to make his father uh, rejoice and, and, and is able to understand the sacrifices and the appreciation. So we're going to show this small clip um, that gives you some background as to who Pastor Richie is. He is our 2018 World Changer recipient. When this church was mature enough, you know, a 15-year-old starts going into maturity. So we were 15 years old, and we say, look, every year we're going to find someone to celebrate. We're going to find somebody. In 2013, it was R.T. Kendall. I believe we have a slide of the previous winners of this award. And they're, they're men of excellence. They're men of deliberate, intentional, you know, um, faithful service to Jesus Christ. Men that we have found worthy to honor, to pay tribute to. Uh, the first year in 2013, I think it was. Did we start in 2014? Okay, I think you guys have it a little bit wrong there, but I'm not sure. All right, we're just going to go like this. R.T. Kendall, 2014. Um, he's going to be here with us on December 9th. He's going to the Christmas gala. He'll be here on December 7th. Um, his wife, he's coming back from China, and, and he flies into the United States the night before on December 6th, and he says, Joaquin, I will be dead tired jet lag so I don't know if I'm going to be able to come and you know what his wife Louise says you're going to go 
I will pack your bags and you're going to go honor these people that honored you. So it's high, high return and harvest that Dr. R.T. Kendall, he, he's a world changer extraordinaire. You want to get his books in our bookstore. We have all his books, and he is a champion of the faith. He served for 25 years as the lead pastor at Westminster's Chapel in London. And at the end of his 25 years of serving as the senior pastor, following Martin Lloyd, um, uh, I believe Martin Lloyd-Jones, um, this, this prominent man of God uh, then it became R.T. Kendall, and for 25 years serving as senior pastor in London's Westminster Chapel, they didn't celebrate him. Nobody recognized his dedication and sacrifice. Then Pastor G.F. Watkins, um, who is a pa founding pastor at uh, Powerhouse Katy, Texas, um, a champion of champions, a men's leader, a spiritual son to Ed Cole, a man who, who is worthy to follow in his character and example. And so we awarded him the World Changers Award in 2015. Then Wellington Boone, Bishop Wellington Boone, um, you should see his picture. The picture that we have of him receiving this. He's been beat down for how serious he is. In Africa, they call him Buga Buga, which means serious, serious. That's his nickname in Africa. He's serious, serious about God. And he's one of the foremost leaders in this nation leading the charge uh, of the example of Jesus Christ. Then my father, Dr. Raul Molina, was last year's recipient. And we celebrated dad. Um, you would have to know his lifetime decisions. At the age of 47, he decided to, to follow Jesus Christ with all of his heart. And we were teenagers at the time, and, and he was passionate about knowing Jesus. And he brought Jesus into our family and became a spiritual leader to three sons and a daughter and to his uh, son-in-law, um, it, it, this is Omar Vasquez, who's a pastor at his church here. Um, and, and so we celebrate these men with high charge. So we have prepared something for Pastor uh, Richie and Angie. Um, we raise up their flag. When King David went and killed Goliath, everybody wanted to know who his father's name was. He could have said, I did this all on my own. I'm the big shot. I'm the champion. He said, no, Jesse is my father. He would recognize where he had garnished his, his calling from. He says, Jesse is my father. And so if you're going to be strong in the kingdom of God, you have to identify your spiritual father. And you have to celebrate. You recognize. You celebrate. You uh, you um, award, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to make sure that, that they understand their appreciation has that word value. That, you know, you value something. You know when you don't value something, you don't recognize it, you don't acknowledge it, you have it as something common. Some people have their spiritual leaders as trash. I don't need you. I'm walking away. I'm leaving. I don't, I don't want to recognize who you are in my life. And that is a curse for any day. So it's really important that today, Pastor Richie, uh, we're going to show a, a, a small clip of your journey um, of how God, I really believe that, that just, uh, just supernatural divine appointments uh, of how God 
um, called this man and how he's used him. And, and this is, I want to say something. This is just a glimpse of what's going to happen before the white throne judgment. Before that great white throne judgment where we're going to get the rewards of everything people don't even know about. This is just a glimpse of what we've seen here on the earth. We honor you for it. We thank God for your life. You've been a blessing to us. And, and truly, it's awesome <laughs> to have a spiritual father without scandal, without vice, without, you know, it's powerful to see uh, the legacy he's left us. And so we know that when we're on that side of our journey, uh, we want to continue following in his deliberate passion uh, for Jesus Christ and serving his people. Let's watch this real quick. en Brooklyn, Nueva York. Richie, conocido como el piano de la dulzura, el rey de la salsa brava, proviene de una familia musical. Su amor por este arte lo heredó de su padre. Por todos es sabido que su talento para interpretar el piano es impresionante. No existe una palabra para describir su majestuosidad. Cuando yo iba a cumplir siete años, mi hermano tenía seis, viene viejo y, y no, este, ¿qué, ¿qué instrumento te gustaría tocar a ti? Yo no sé ni por qué me salió piano y mi hermanito brincó y dijo, ¡trompeta! Tú sabes, y efectivamente para mi séptimo cumpleaños, un pianito nuevo y ahí comenzó lo que, wow, se iba a convertir en mi vida. Incluso su hermano Raymond era también un gran músico. Él llegó a ser director musical de Stevie Wonder en un tiempo, ¿no? Desafortunadamente la droga lo destruyó, lo destruyó. Él murió de una sobredosis de heroína. La familia de Richie tenía las esperanzas puestas en su talento. Sentían que ese niño tendría un futuro impresionante para la música. Fue un golpe muy duro cuando se enteraron de que el niño abandonaría la música clásica por un género popular. Si hay alguien que sabe cómo crear un sonido bestial en el planeta, esos son ellos, el embajador del piano y el rey de la salsa brava. Nadie más y nadie menos que Ricardo Maldonado Morales y Robert Cruz Feliciano, 
conocidos a lo largo y ancho del planeta Tierra como Richie Ray y Bobby Cruz, los monstruos de la salsa. Un día, hacia 1963, decidieron unir su talento y se convirtieron en el dueto salsero más importante del mundo. Hoy los ganadores de nueve discos de oro... Su música causaba euforia. La gente enloquecía con cada tema. Su fama fue creciendo y creciendo de una manera impresionante. Estos íconos latinos interpretaron salsa popular durante 16 largos años. Hasta que un día, según ellos, el señor tocó su corazón. Cuando nuestro tercer LP eh, se llama Jala Jala y Bugalú, con la canción de Jala Jala, ahí fue donde la verdad que Bobby cantó todo el disco, él solo, ¿entiendes? Y él y yo hicimos los coros y qué sé yo qué, y cuando sucedió eso, ahí comienza la cosa. Ya nada lograba llenar sus vacíos, estaba triste, deprimido, solo, su vida no tenía un sentido. Pensé en el suicidio y no solamente eso, Bobby y yo... Participamos de todo lo que es el ambiente. Trabajábamos duro, pero también rumbeábamos y vacilábamos, ¿me entiendes? Sus días se tornaban oscuros, solitarios, a pesar de estar rodeado de tanta gente. Su corazón estaba solo. Teníamos una vida donde teníamos todo el dinero del mundo, todas las mujeres del mundo. Yo sentía un gran vacío, yo sentía un gran vacío. Entonces parte de eso es la bebida, las mujeres y la droga, ¿me entiendes? Al final del día no sumaban. Yo decía, tanta fama, tanta cosa, ¿por qué siento esta cuestión? Años atrás nosotros fuimos a tocar en una iglesia, conocimos unas muchachas que eran novicias. Una de ellas se salió y esa muchacha terminó cantando con nosotros en el grupo. Había una semillita de algo de Dios en su vida y ella siempre nos hablaba y a veces nos invitaba a la iglesia. Que se llama Alicia. Esa joven llamada Alicia quería ayudarlos a cambiar su vida. Ella me decía, Richie, tú necesitas de Dios, yo quiero que tú vayas a la iglesia porque yo te veo que te estás descontrolando y qué sé yo qué, y papá. Finalmente ella me invitó a un servicio y en medio de ese revolú, Dios habló a mi vida. Richie sintió que Dios tocó su corazón, una sensación difícil de explicar, solo aquel que la siente puede entenderla. Después de que yo fui a esa iglesia, un hombre habló allí y lo, las palabras de él no se me quitaban de la mente. Y al final oraron por mí, y cuando oraron por mí, yo, yo dije, yo no sé lo que estás pasando, pero si tú eres real, haz algo conmigo. Cambiaron las letras de sus canciones y comenzaron a cantar para él. Convertimos a Gúzate y salió Arrepiéntete. Convertimos el sonido bestial y salió Más que Vencedores, que es una frase bien importante en la Biblia. Y, y unas cuantas más. Y las tocábamos ahí con todos los hierros a la gente que no eran cristiana para ver si entraba, tú sabes. Y, y Bobby le decía, ¿Cómo, ¿cómo te gustó la canción ahora? No, 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 este, sonó bien, sonó bien, pero dañaron la letra, brother. 
<risa> como que no le entraba. La gente ya le gustaba su canción a su manera. Y finalmente dijimos, espérate, vamos a hacer algo. Vamos a tocar las canciones como son. Cuando ellos llegan a una discoteca, les gritan, toca salsa y cállate. Ellos lo que, a la gente que, le, que va a rumbear, lo que le gusta es divertirse y no que le estén mandando mensajes religiosos. Tenemos que compartir esto con otra gente, enseñarle a ellos. Primero, como dijo Bobby, prepararnos bien, enseñarlos a ellos y comenzaron a salir cada vez más y más y más iglesias. Han pasado 55 años de carrera profesional. Son muchas las anécdotas vividas estos años. Su paso por la Fania All Star dejó una huella impresionante en sus carreras. No, aquello fue, yo le, yo le digo, la época de oro, ¿sabes? Porque se hicieron dos películas y eso se explotó en todo el mundo. Y la salsa se convirtió en... Uf, una cosa tremenda en todas partes. Tuvimos una experiencia una vez de hacer un concierto y ella venía después de nosotros. Y Dios le habló a Bobby y le dijo, tú eres la autoridad mía aquí, así es que mira lo que hace. Bobby se paró y terminó miles de gente en el Yankee Stadium allá cantando a su nombre, Gloria. Se echaba un corito de iglesia. Y fue una cosa de impacto tan grande que luego le tocó a Celia. Y, y nosotros, ¿qué va, ¿qué va a pasar ahora, pendiente? Celia salió bien calladita, porque pensábamos que iba a salir un, como un Kimbaracambire con el chapa para quedarse con el canto. Y salió y dijo, ¿qué se va a hacer después de lo que ha sucedido aquí ahora mismo? Son muchos los discos de oro, los congos de oro, Grammys, los premios que han recibido a lo largo de 55 años de carrera. La forma que nuestro país encontró para decirles gracias por tanto fue otorgándoles la ciudadanía. Colombia los adoptó como a sus hijos más queridos y eso, como su talento, definitivamente no tiene precio.
Hallelujah. Amen. Let's ask the pastors to come up here again. Spring of Life pastors, come forward. Last year we had uh, Dr. R.T. Kendall give my dad his award. He's a previous recipient of the World Changers Award. I'm going to have Dr. Molina also uh, hand it to Pastor Richie. Pastor Richie, come on up here. Angie, come up here. And uh, truly, uh, we have started celebrating these men of God, these families that have changed the world. You guys have no idea the millions upon millions of people that will be up in heaven because of the faithfulness of this young man who decided to walk away from his career. I know him to have walked away from just incredible request upon the land to, to really walk in a different light. And for us, it is a high and the highest of honors to have Pastor Richie as a leader over our church, as a spiritual father, as a man that we welcome to learn from because of his example. Um, the award we, we keep here at the church to remind us who these men who have walked before us are. It says, World Changer Award presented annually to faithful servants who inspire leadership that results in faithful obedience and Christ-likeness to the body of Christ on behalf of Spring of Life. The 2018 recipient is Ricardo Maldonado, a.k.a. also known as Richie Ray. Pastor Richie Ray. Look over here. Which way? Oh, on that side? Okay, let's look this way. Let me put this out of the way. Hallelujah. Awesome. And in order for uh, Pastor Richie and Angie to have a reminder at home, this beautiful uh, glass-etched plaque, there's your... 2018 World Changer Award, and super powerful. You see in the Bible, in chapter 11 of the book of Hebrew, the hall of these heroes of the faith that walked and did valiantly things. We should know these things. We should be, um, we should be very close and intimate to the way they think, the way they live, the way um, his example in marriage, his relationship with Angie has been phenomenal. Not now in these last days, but ever since La Casa del Joven in the 1980s, um, they were in their mid-30s and starting to work in Miami is not easy. Leaving all things to serve Jesus Christ. And then we are a harvest, just a, a little minuscule harvest of the fruit um, and this is what I've told Pastor Richie and Angie in these days. You guys sit back and receive a harvest of all that you guys have paid in price, the, the nights of crying, suffering, I, loneliness, all the stuff that happens in a man of God's life um, that will be faithful to the end. So, Richie, we love you. We appreciate you. We're going to honor you to your last breath, God willing. Uh, God, allow us to do that. Your wife has been an incredible uh, model to our wives to our marriages, and we, we can't ask for better spiritual parents. Amen. 
Well, as, as you can all imagine, I, I don't have words. I don't have words. This is, uh, this is amazing. Uh, what can I tell you? Look, we're, we're all in the same boat. We want to be ready when Jesus comes. Yes. We want to do what God has called us to do. Let me tell you, God has a purpose for your life, your life, your life. Not only mine, not only Pastor Molina, all of us. And I'm so glad because I feel like I'm kind of reconnecting to what God called me to do. As I connect to this wonderful family and this wonderful work, which, um, wow, you know, uh, it's, it's amazing. When we first came uh, to the 20th anniversary, i never forget Angie's words. She said, oh, I can die in peace because our work has not been in vain. Yes. Hallelujah. And so it's, it's incredible. We see the fruit, we see it in such a beautiful way. I just feel that, you know how they say, God is good all the time, it's really true. Yes, and I really sir. thank you and I love you all very much. God Hallelujah. bless you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Well, uh, what I desire for me and my family is to progress to know the true Lord, the true God. And it couldn't be made without a wife and a wise wife. So Angie is such a person and my wife also. Amen. And I say, hallelujah. Church, we don't know what is in store for the next 20 years of this church. Um, we, we definitely want to line ourselves up with a heaven that, that is, is finding pleasure over this house. We believe that. We believe if we live in such a way that it honors the God in the heavens, that God is going to just pour out his bounty in this place. Extend your hands this way, and let's pray for Pastor Richie and Angie. And the pastors help me come around. Father, thank you for Pastor Richie Ray and Angie. Thank you for their participation in our lives. Thank you that they were faithful in hearing your voice and walking uh, just against every other voice to honor the God of heaven and his voice here upon the earth. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that has guided their lives. Thank you for their heart's desire to give Jesus Christ the best. Thank you for model parents in the Lord that teach us that the most important thing upon the earth is honoring Jesus Christ. We pray that you would bless them. Father, that they would flourish in their old age like you promised in the word of God. That they would see their heart's desires fulfilled. The dreams come true. The promises fulfilled. The prayers answered. Be glorified, O oh God, to their last living breath, O oh God. Allow them to attain all that you have for them here upon the earth, Lord. And bless all the families of the earth through their ministry, through their devotion, through their love for you. We give you thanks for them, and we ask that you would bless them and prosper them and keep them in good health for a long time. In Jesus' name we pray, and the church says amen, amen, amen. We're going to ask the, the, the worship team to come forward real quick. You may be seated. And uh, truly, we need to learn how to perfect and how to live in such a way that we're living consistent with the word of God. Um, that's, that's what we're striving for in this house. Um, we have said for many years that, that we come from 
knowing how to be depressed, knowing how to be upset, knowing how to criticize, knowing how to pick on each other's faults. Uh, we become experts at that in the world. Um, this familiarity, this commonplace, this honoring nothing renders our life absent from all the things that God has for us. So a lot of things that we're modeling in these days, uh, we want to be contagious. This is what we hope as Spring of Life. We hope that every church on the planet honors their spiritual parents like we do. That they honor their leaders. That they, they, they appreciate those called to lead in, in this weary time. Um, it's going to turn the hearts of children to their fathers. That's what the Bible says. The last verse in the Old Testament, Malachi chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, says that in order for me to bless the earth, a relationship amongst a father and a son has to reconnect. And so we believe that in the spiritual limelight of, um, uh, of this spiritual understanding of connecting fathers and sons, that the heavens shall be open. He will turn the hearts of the fathers towards the sons and the hearts of the children towards their fathers because if this doesn't happen, the earth will be stricken with a curse. Uh, all these young people that do not know how to honor is a big travesty upon the earth. And so whatever happens in the home, happens in the city, happens across the nation. Uh, people are surprised. In these last days, the journalists are are always surprised. Why did this guy do this? Yesterday, somebody walked into a synagogue on the Sabbath and killed 11 people. And you ask the question, why did he do this? Why? Because at home, they were talking bad about Jewish people. So when the kid grow up, he walks in a Jewish synagogue and kills some Jewish people. So whatever happens in the home happens in the society. Um, the church is a very important place because the transformation of the lives impacts the home, impacts the society. Uh, the Molina family, 35 years ago when we walked into La Casa del Joven, was a destroyed family. Dad was giving up on his marriage. Mom was giving up on her marriage after many years. Us children, we were in our adolescence. We were teenagers. We were giving up on our parents. We were giving up on doing anything right. We didn't have one straight thought. And then we saw the lives of Bobby Cruz and Richie Ray that were our pastors. And they had come from a world that was, you guys just saw part of it, uh, that was full of everything this world is. And they decided to become sons of God and to live the example that we were able to visibly see. And so we passionately uh, began to follow those who were our champions and, and, and to really be bold about our Christian walk because of their testimony. And so I know that our children that are in this church, uh, in Sunday school, um, they will grow up to be powerful champions. They, they will follow the legacy of these men that we have celebrated in the previous years. So we, these men are worthy for us to get to know their intimate thoughts, their, their fights, their battles in the Lord, their struggles, their hardships. How many know that you've been serving the Lord for 55 years? You're going to go through some battles. There's some experiences. There's some scars that have gone through their fighting for the Lord. So we want to be like them. And I said this last week. I want to be 73 and still passionate about giving my best to the Lord. And that's, that's the example we've seen in Pastor Richie's life, in Angie's example. Um, she's always been an encouragement to her husband. Um, in the midst of their darkest hour, 
the person that he found himself with a room was was a woman who loved Jesus Christ who always didn't let bitterness in her heart didn't let resentment didn't let depression all these spirits that come upon the woman um, that doesn't allow her to function she has fought all these battles and now to be joined with us in this last season is super powerful and just an encouragement to me and, and I, I rejoice I, I feel like I'm, I'm dreaming that God has answered prayers for a long time and he's fulfilled purposes and promises so let's sing to God together I don't know if you guys got a song Pastor Kenny um, let's go ahead and, and sing it together um, Pastor Richie if you want to take the piano and I don't know if you can follow along it's a little bit difficult we got some very talent a lot of talent in this worship team um, You want to stand with me and let's sing to the Lord and give thanks to God for what he's doing in this house. Give thanks to the Holy Spirit for pressing upon the hearts of men and women to lead God's people.
we can't walk in the fullness of the manifestation of where, where, like God says I want my people to celebrate I want them to dance I want them to shout I want them to rejoice this is what he tells his people and you're like we don't understand what that means God and I want to give you understanding real quick we're going to finish right now celebration ultimately is that in God's provision you acknowledge it and give thanks that's what it is. Celebration is you acknowledging that you've received something from God. Watch this. In Israel, there was the soil, there was the seeds, and there was the sun, and there was the rain. So everything in the natural was there. But until the people celebrated the Lord of the harvest, their harvest wouldn't be plentiful. Isn't that incredible? So a lot of people are sitting there, we got to work hard, we got to work hard, we got to work hard. Yeah, working hard is part of the seed and the rain and the sun and, and of the soil. But if you don't celebrate the God of the heavens, you're without a harvest. So that's why celebration, yeah, celebration needs to be big amongst the people of God. And you'll see there were several times in the life of God's people that God says, celebrate to me. Rejoice in what is happening because it will cause a flourishing of the next cycle and, and season of life. And so we see Abraham, when his son was weaned, that means when he left mama's breast to become a young man, Abraham threw a party. He celebrated, he says, God, thank you for this season of my son's life. And I believe that when you don't celebrate the season of the Lord when you're supposed to, you're really just discounting the God who's given you these things. So again, today we celebrate that God was faithful to give us a spiritual father, a man of God, someone who has gone ahead of us. So I could sit there with Pastor Richie for like hours upon hours just listening because I know that the wealth of wisdom, the wealth of experiences, that the seasons that he went through are worthy to open my heart as a spiritual son to be able to glean that wisdom so that when I journey down the road, I'll see those giants. And I'll say, I remember, my dad told me I'm supposed to slay those giants. I'm supposed to devour those enemies. So Father, thank you for this day. And Spring of Life celebrates your gifting of the men of God of the servants of the Lord that have gone on before us. We acknowledge them, we recognize them, we celebrate them, and today we award them our highest award in this house, the 2018 World Changers Award, oh God. 
Thank you for Pastor Richie. Thank you for Angie. Thank you for a godly family that has kept the faith, that has been serious about the gospel of Jesus Christ, that we might follow in his legacy, in his example. And Father, that we might impact the nations of the world with a testimony that says, Jesus is alive. We glorify your name and we thank you in this, in this house for what you have done in the last 20 years, oh God. We thank you as you build this house, your name, oh God, will be glorified. Your presence, oh God, will be rich. Your word, oh God, will be deep, oh God. We pray your blessing upon the families of this church and on the body of Christ in the whole world. In Jesus' name we pray and the house of God says amen, 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 amen. Greet one another in the love of the Lord.